Welcome, welcome to another episode of Real Life and Fantasy Football. I'm your host, Jason Morgan, here to talk about a little bit of real life and a little bit of fantasy football. Yeah, glad to be back after a two-week hiatus. Had a lot of real life going on the last two weeks, I guess you could say, including a uh, fun family wedding. Who knows, maybe we'll hear a clip from the wedding day later in the show. That's what we call a teaser here in the podcast industry. All right, glad to be back. Let's uh, hop right in. So let's review the week six top fantasy performers. Joe Burrow was your top quarterback. He had quite a game against New Orleans, 35 fantasy points. He had 28 completions for 300 yards and three touchdowns, also added a rushing touchdown. Pretty decent day for Joey B. He's a top five uh, fantasy producer as far as a quarterback so far this year. Matt Ryan, number two. Matt Ryan had an insane 58 passing attempts last week against Jacksonville. 42 completions, 389 yards, and three touchdowns for Matty Ice. Uh, Who knows, this may be a new leaf turning over, or this was just a one-off week, and he's going to go back to stinking like he has so far this year. He does have some favorable matchups coming up, though. Tennessee, Washington, New England, Vegas. So who knows? Maybe he'll be coming back into form. Third best QB last week, Josh Allen against the Chiefs, 25.4 fantasy points. Trevor Lawrence and Marcus Mariota round out our top five quarterbacks. Running backs, Deion Jackson. Who? Yeah, that's right. He is the running back for the Colts while um, uh, while Jonathan Taylor is out. And let's look here. Jonathan Taylor today logged another limited practice. Um, Naheem Hines still in concussion. Um, yeah, it looks like they all might be available for for this week's game. But, yeah, Deion Jackson got a lot of his points through the air. Ten targets, ten receptions for 79 yards. He also added a rushing touchdown. Ramondre Stevenson, he got the bell cow roll with uh, Deontay Harris out. And he uh, he produced had 19 carries for 76 yards, two touchdowns. Also added a few receptions. Um, yeah, quite a day. Austin Eckler, 19.3 fantasy points. Christian McCaffrey had the same. And surprise, surprise, Kenyon Drake is alive and well. He signed with Baltimore. And J.K. Dobbins was having some knee issues, so they threw in Drake. Only had 10 rushing attempts, but went for 119 yards and a touchdown. So quite a day for him. Uh, Leonard Fournette, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Dalvin Cook, Saquon. Those all round out your top 10 for week six. Wide receivers, Jamar Chase, welcome back. Had a rise from his single-digit fantasy points the last several weeks. Went with 31.7 this week. 10 targets, 7 receptions, 132 yards, 2 touchdowns. 
quite a day for him. He's got a favorable matchup coming up this week as well, so he might repeat as number one. Stefan Diggs, 25 fantasy points, 13 targets. He's been a target monster this year. 148 yards and a touchdown against the Chiefs. He is uh, number one in fantasy scoring this year for wide receivers. Way to go, Stefan Diggs. All right, Brandon Ayuk had quite a week against Atlanta, 24.3 fantasy points. Tyreek Hill, 23.7. And surprise, surprise, Juju Smith-Schuster. Kind of wondering when one of the Chiefs wide receivers was going to have quite a breakout game. So only five targets and five receptions, but Juju took that for 113 yards and a touchdown. Michael Pittman was number six. Who else we had here? Tyquan Thornton, number eight. I think that was, uh, yeah, only four receptions for 37 yards, but also a touchdown. He also added a rushing touchdown. He is the Patriots' uh, rookie wide receiver. Allen Robinson finally had a pretty decent week. He did well in week two against Atlanta, but had five receptions, got himself a touchdown against Carolina last week. He has not quite been the Allen Robinson that everybody's been hoping for so far, but who knows, maybe after the bye this week, they'll start to get things a little more together. Tight ends, Mike Gusecki and Mark Andrews were your top two. Travis Kelsey, number three, with 15.2 fantasy points. Hunter Henry had himself a touchdown on a pretty long play. 14 fantasy points. And then Robert Tunyon for Green Bay, 14 fantasy points. Daniel Bellinger was number seven. He's been uh, sneaky productive um, this year. He's had three touchdowns so far. Uh, I added him this week in one of my leagues. He's, uh, yeah, he's a good guy to have. All righty, let's take a look at kickers. Will Lutz was your top scorer, 14 fantasy points. Jason Myers for Seattle, yeah, 13. Dustin Hopkins also had 13. Ryan Suckup and Brandon McManus round out your top five. Shout out to Harrison Butker. How about a 62-yarder? That is quite impressive, Mr. Butker. I applaud you for that. All right, and let's look at top defenses. Jets had quite a week against Green Bay, shutting down Aaron Rodgers. They had 20 fantasy points, had four sacks, a forced fumble, fumble recovery. Um, yeah, Seahawks did pretty well as well. Yeah, forced fumble. Um, yeah, 17 points for them. All right, let's see here. Arizona Cardinals, quite a week. 16 points. Patriots scored 14 against Cleveland. And the Falcons, 14 against San Francisco. All righty. Quick update on the guillotine league that was dropped. So, quick recap. If you don't know what a guillotine league is, then... 
go ahead and listen to one of my previous episodes. Just kidding, but seriously. So Guillotine League, the lowest total score for the year, or sorry, for that week, is dropped. And this week, that team included Patrick Mahomes, Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen, Marquise Brown, Chase Claypool, Devin DuVernay, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Randall Cobb, A.J. Dillon, Joshua Kelly, Daryl Henderson, Mike Boone, T.J. Hawkinson, Irv Smith, Evan McPherson, and the Dallas defense. So quite the uh, quite the set of all-stars there. Cooper Cup was the highest bid. He was added for $40. I got Mahomes, but I paid a hefty price, $39 of my 100 that I have for the year. Keenan Allen went for 15 yeah. All right, let's hop into our favorable matchups for the week. I do like Dak Prescott as a stardom this week. What a game to come back for if uh, if he is good to go. Coming back from his injury, he plays the Lions. They give up the second most points to quarterbacks. Lions have also been in some pretty high-scoring affairs so far this year. So, yeah, I can definitely see this being a shootout. And I hate to go against my Chiefs, but Jimmy G should have himself a pretty decent game. Chiefs have allowed the third most fantasy points and a league-leading 15 touchdown passes to quarterbacks so far this season. So, yeah, I I still think the Chiefs will win. Uh, It'll be a tough defense against the 49ers, but, uh, yeah, Jimmy G could have himself a week. And if two is good to go, then this is a good matchup, at least on paper, against the Steelers. They're giving up the six most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So, all right, let's look at some favorable running back matchups this week. Kenneth Walker against the Chargers. He'd probably be my top pick. Chargers have looked honestly pretty bad against the run this year. They've allowed three different running backs to score 20 plus points or more and Kenneth Walker's coming off two pretty strong performances in a row. I uh, had 97 yards rushing last week, so I expect him to do pretty well again this week. Ramondre Stevenson, talked about him a little bit already. He was a top performer this past week. I think he'll have quite a week again. Um yeah. I like him against the Bears. Bears are not a high-scoring offense, and New England should be able to control the game script, lean heavily on the run, and with Harris still out, that means a full load of Ramondre. Uh, yeah, he's also had 19-plus points in three of his last four matchups. Ramondre Stevenson has, so quite favorable for him this week. All right, I also like both Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard against the Lions. Lions are allowing the second most touchdowns to running backs and the third most fantasy points. So look for both Zeke and Pollard to ball out. Sneaky start this week, um, especially if J.K. Dobbins isn't ready to go. Kenyon Drake for the Ravens. They're playing the Browns. Browns have allowed the most touchdowns to running backs so far this season and the most fantasy points to running backs in the last two weeks. So 
Brown's not doing well against the run, plus J.K. Dobbins potentially struggling with his knee again equals good things for Kenyon Drake. So let's throw in another one here. I do also like Travis Etienne with uh, Jacksonville. He seems to be carving out a stronger role and a a more even split um, with James Robinson. So he could have a big week. Okay, wide receivers. I do like Tyler Lockett this week. I know he flopped last week, uh, but he has a plus matchup against the Chargers this week. I'll go bold prediction, seven catches for 104 yards and a touchdown for Tyler Lockett. And DeAndre Hopkins, welcome back. Cardinals lost Marquise Brown for four to eight weeks. And in steps Hopkins, I think uh, Kyler's going to be juiced to have Nuke back. Uh, I'm guessing 10 targets minimum. Plus, Cardinals are playing the Saints, and Marshawn Lattimore is out for that matchup with the Saints. He's their top corner. So who knows will be guarding DeAndre Hopkins. Could be a pretty decent week for him. I like Green Bay's matchup for wide receivers against Washington. Al Lazard and Romeo Dobbs. Lazard has been a consistent wide receiver one for him, uh, for Green Bay, and he's getting 11 fantasy points per game in half PPR leagues the last four weeks. And Dobbs has also been seeing a pretty consistent target share, so um, what the heck? I could see both of them scoring a touchdown this week. Amari Cooper has been locked on most weeks. Uh, He has double-digit fantasy points four out of the last six weeks and 10-plus targets in each of those four games where he's scored double-digit fantasy points. And this is a good matchup against Baltimore. Baltimore is allowing the fourth-most fantasy points to wide receivers through six weeks. So I would say uh, continue to look for Amari Cooper to do pretty well. Chris Godwin... Really favorable matchup. They play against a a struggling Carolina defense um, who has not done well against slot receivers. Godwin has 28 targets over the last three weeks, so continue to see that, you know, 8 to 10 targets. Uh, Honestly, I could see him being a top five wide receiver this week, especially if he has a touchdown or two. Let's go all the Bengals for... Wide receivers, tight ends, start all the Bengals. They play the Falcons, and they're allowing the second most points to wide receivers. Uh, Lastly, uh, I do like Brandon Ayuk. Uh, I could see him repeating this week against the Chiefs after his monster week against Atlanta last week. Again, Atlanta. Bengals are playing the Falcons. Just got torched by Ayuk last week. Play all the Bengals. Alrighty, tight end. We have a triple revenge game weekend this week in week seven. Hayden Hurst, Gerald Everett, and Evan Ingram. All revenge games, and honestly, all pretty decent matchups. Uh, And they've had decent volume with targets recently, so I'll go those three. Kicker, let's see here. Youngway Koo. For the Falcons, he's had some up and down weeks. Usually he's a lock. 
they play the Bengals this week, though, who have allowed the most fantasy points to kickers. So I'll go with Young Wei Koo. Defenses. I do like the Jets at Denver. Jets have been top five in interceptions so far this year. Plus, Russell Wilson is nursing a hamstring. Excuse me, nursing a hamstring injury. So could be the Brett Ripon show in Denver. So, yeah, look for the Jets to slay in this uh, festival of defenses matchup we have there. And lastly, uh, I like New England versus the Bears. New England is starting to look frisky after a slow start, starting to come into form like they usually do. Bears are allowing the most sacks. Patriots are top 10 in sacks. Bears are allowing the fourth most points per game to defenses. Yeah, I could see this being one of those weeks where New England is a you know blowout, shutout with the Bears, 34 to 0, something like that, with you know, two defensive touchdowns and two Ramondre Stevenson scores. So yeah, that's gonna do us for this week, folks. Thanks for joining. Just a short episode. Would love to hear any comments you have, things you want to hear on the show. Yeah, respond in the comments wherever you're listening, or you can email the show at reallifeandfantasyfootball.com. And that will do us. Have a great week.